when we got married almost 10 years ago now. Yeah, that's crazy. She probably expressed a lot that we should work <laughs> together. In my mind, I was just like, hell no. And like, in my no head, I'm like, way we're I do together. photo, you do video. This makes like, so much this sense. Ain't gonna work. And people would always ask us, like, do you guys work together? And I was like, yeah. And Mark's like, no. never. We don't do that. Welcome to Happy Hour with the Pasternaks. This show is for creative entrepreneurs who want to start, grow, and scale their business to create the life they love. Each week, we'll be here to share business tips that we've used to create successful businesses that support our dreams. Hello, friends. What's up? We are the Pasternacks. I'm Nicole. And I'm Mark. And we have spent the last 10 years growing and scaling multiple successful businesses. I've grown and scaled two corporate video businesses. And I grew a wedding photography business all while raising our four kids. Four kids. A lot of kids. A lot of kids. And today... Today is a big day. <laughs> it's a big day. Everybody grab a drink. This is going to be a big one. Or because two. Or three. Today, we are talking about... Working with your spouse. And how to do it productively. And well and happily. And how to still have a happy marriage yes. and a happy family at the end of the day. Because hopefully 100%. that's the goal. That is, that is, at least for us, that's the goal. Yeah. That's our marker of success. Okay. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. How I, do you work with your spouse? I guess what I want to preface this with, everyone out there, because there's all this stuff on social media. Oh, look at us. We're a couple preneur couple and we're just happy together. It's like... It doesn't always happen that way. And it takes a long time to get there, too. Yes. Like, I think sometimes you you see this dream of, like, people working together, and you're like, oh, that's so awesome, and you think it's just going to happen overnight. Like, I remember when I first started having Mark come along as my second shooter for wedding photography days, and I think we fought more then during, like, anything else, because I was like, what do you mean you don't get my, like... Hand signals my from hand 100 signals feet away. That are, like, picture of the grandma and mark was like what i don't what and she's what? like all my other second shooters get that <laughs> i'm like i've never been a second shooter i don't i do video so <laughs> you know it's just all that yeah. to say like it can look very ideal sometimes yes. on the outside but we're also here to be real and share that there are days that it is a struggle there's days Absolutely. that it's hard and we have to work through yes. it there are days that We've been ready to film and like go for it. And then we both like end up on the floor crying. So, <laughs> and that's not to say that it's bad either. Like, no, we but truly like, love working together, but it takes a lot of work from yes. both partners to be able to make this. Feasible. You both really want, need to want to make it work. Yeah. And be willing to work through the challenges to get there. And not to say that there aren't couples that it's just like, happens kind of happens maybe i don't know i i think that might be false maybe it does madam but i'm i'm sure there is because i'm a i'm a believer that there's multiple experiences and perspectives well, yeah that's but tr like, true <laughs> i've yet to meet that anyways point being is that this is something that could be in goal this is something that you can put yes. like on your wish list on your dreams on your bucket list is to work with your spouse mm -hmm. because when we got married almost 10 years ago now. Yeah, that's crazy. She probably expressed a lot <laughs> that we should work together. In my mind, I was just like, hell no. And like, in my no head, I'm like, way. We're I do together. photo, you do video. This makes like, so much this sense. Ain't gonna work. And people would always ask us, like, do you guys work together? And I was like, yeah. And Mark's like, no. never. 
we don't do that. <laughs> so it like for us, it wasn't even a um, overnight thing. Like it didn't overnight just thing or happen. something that I thought was going to happen. But yeah. now it's like, I can't imagine not working with you. Yeah, it's, it's so awesome. Fun. And for us too, it really gives a lot of um, structure to our life. Everything's very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's an ecosystem. Yeah, everything flows together really mm. well. It's all very, man, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but it all just works very nicely together because we both have our heads in the business. Yes. We both have our heads in the family. And so it really works together to kind of support all of our dreams. And it's cool to be working towards those big dreams together. Exactly. So let's chat about the how practicals. we do it. How do we do it? I think the first thing is... Over communicate. And we talk all the so time. much. And it's funny too because I say that and there are still things like I think I still have text messages waiting for me that I'm like, I have to talk to Mark about this. And in their head, they're probably like, Don't you work with Mark and live with Mark and mm -hmm. work at home with Mark and see him all the time? But it's almost like categorized what we talk about and when we talk about it. Like we haven't talked today at all anything about our kids or we haven't talked anything at all about like what trips we might take this year. We've only been talking about work stuff. But I think the big thing is over communicating. And I think it's easy to just assume like, oh, this is my partner. This is my spouse. They just know it. They just like, know what's supposed to happen. They know next. what I need tonight. But they, they usually don't. Because we can't read minds no. on either side yes it's not a one-way street well and i often joke like we have meetings to plan our meetings like we'll have a meeting that's like okay here's our brain dump of here's just like anything in our yes. family and business that either one of us is kind of concerned about at the moment or is a stressor or that we just need to talk to the other person about and we'll go through that list and either if we can accomplish it at that time we'll accomplish it but if not we'll be like okay and now for this thing we need to set a day for this or we need to set two hours here when we can fill out this form or go to the dmv or do whatever it is that we need to do but we have meetings to talk about the things that we need to accomplish and to set times to accomplish those things. Exactly. Because if you aren't detailed and communicate, I mean like, okay, here's just a stupid, embarrassing example, but I love it and it makes me laugh every time. And this happened like <laughs> two months ago or maybe a month ago. Yeah, pretty recently. Okay, so I was going grocery shopping and so she sent me a list, right? And like <laughs> ten things, like not not a and pretty typical things pretty that we typical like get on yeah, a everything we basis. get on a regular basis. Okay, so I'm going there, I'm going there, I'm reading through the list, and then I'm in the frozen section, and you know one of the things said frozen raspberries, and I was like, all right, cool, frozen cool. Raspberries. Like maybe she wants to make smoothies, but like this is kind of like odd, you know? Like this is a new thing, cool. Maybe she's pregnant again. <gasps> Just kidding. <laughs> that is not what you thought. <laughs> but anyways, it was like, okay, I didn't, I just didn't think about it much because cool, frozen raspberries, we somewhat make, you know, smoothies, we go in phases, whatever, maybe she's in a smoothie phase. So I buy a couple bags of these frozen raspberries, come home, put all the groceries away. <laughs> we put the kids away. Put yeah. the kids away. <laughs> we just stack them up on the shelf one by one. All right, you go here, you go here. Here's your bunk beds. No, so we put, we the, put kids the kids to bed. To bed. <laughs> Normal. 
normal not in a cage (laughs) put them to bed okay (laughs) they have great childhoods they love us so much they do anyway so like we sit down after we do you know everything you do with four kids and she's like hey will you grab the uh the chocolate raspberries out of the freezer and i'm like we don't have chocolate raspberries she's like what do you mean she's like i put it on the list today i was like no, you put frozen raspberries. I have frozen. <laughs> and I was like, when do we ever buy frozen raspberries? We literally buy two bags a week of these like chocolate frozen raspberries that we like eat for dessert it's every like the night. one thing we enjoy after the kids go to bed. <laughs> and so it's just so funny. Even after 10 years. After 10 years and like literally something we eat every night. For the last couple years. Like like he didn't register just, that that's what I did we were it that that's what I was talking about on the list. And so that's just such a good point yes. to like be specific about what you're trying to communicate to your partner. Talk about these things. Be um <laughs> <laughs> be open to constructive criticism and yes. feedback. I think that's a big thing. And we'll kind of like preface it sometimes like, "Hey, are you ready to hear feedback on this thing?" Cuz you're not always ready to hear that and that's okay but kind of prefacing and having those conversations and knowing that we're a safe place for each other to kind of have whatever emotions need to be had and that we're really trying to get to the same place at the end of the day exactly because we're probably going to come from it come to it from two different perspectives Mm -hmm. and that's okay that's what being human is about Mm -hmm. but we have to be able to communicate to each other that hey like this is the goal of what i'm trying to communicate mm-hmm. or hey this is what i need right now i don't really want to have like a big conversation about it i just want to share what i'm feeling with you right mm-hmm. now it's like therapy with mark <laughs> <laughs> but it's so true and i think too like talk about what's going well talk about what yes. isn't going well on a regular basis talk about that in your business talk about it in your home life like For us, all of it kind of like falls into one pool and some people are a little more segmented and Mm -hmm. either way is totally fine. But for us, it's kind of like, let's talk about everything in our life that we need to talk about and discuss like how we're doing it. Like, does this feel good? Okay, so mornings feel really chaotic every morning. How can we create a strategy around that so that the kids are off to school without us yelling at them and we're getting to work sooner and less stressed than we were last week right or like i you know i would say like for a long time i just didn't communicate to nicole that the morning stressed me out trying to pack lunch for the kids trying to get them on their like their clothes brushing their hair i mean like i don't even know the whole list even though she's like literally written it out on like a sheet that i can check off it's so funny like i'll come downstairs or no I'll be upstairs getting ready and Mark will come upstairs. And in my head, I'm like, oh, he must have like kind of done everything and passed the kids off to I our nanny. Breakfast. And no, <laughs> that's not even true. He'll come upstairs and I'll be like, oh, did you pack the kids lunches? And he's like, no, I just got myself breakfast. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I didn't know we had to get the kids ready for school. That's and I'm that, like, <laughs> yeah, but I, no, it's close. You to that, have though. said like, like, I didn't know that I we needed, I needed to pack to, the lunch. But that's true. Cause <laughs> I, I'll just 
I, yeah, I don't pack their lunches. So, it, but once again, it's like, let's have a conversation yes, exactly. and really piece through, okay, what needs to happen in the morning? Yep. What are each of us good at? Like, great, Mark, you're not great in the morning. Mm-mm. So why don't you just go to yoga in the morning and I'll handle the mornings and then we'll like reconvene later. And or like after work, it's like, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to cook. I'm ready to like hang out with the kids and Nicole's exhausted. I'm like, when is my nap? So I'm like, Where you go wine? to yoga at 4.30 <laughs> or 5, you know, and come back when dinner's ready. Mm-hmm. Because then it's like, oh, we are eliminating our stress yes. together and we're helping each other we're do su- that. We're supporting each other instead yes. of being like, this is what I need and I don't really care what's happening over there. It's right. like, and, let's come yep. together and figure out how we can both support each other's needs. Exactly. And not talk over each other. Yeah, that's a big <laughs> one. We're still learning how to do that. But I, you know, I think the reason why we're spending so much time talking about the personal side of our relationship is because when you work with your spouse, you work with your partner, it's very difficult to have a successful working relationship if you don't have a successful personal relationship. Mm -hmm. It's very difficult to grow and scale businesses when your home life is just super chaotic and Mm -hmm. not on the same page. And I'd say that honestly, even if you don't work with your spouse Mm. and you have a business and your spouse is at home with the kids maybe or vice versa, like if, all of this stuff isn't aligned, it's going to be really hard to really reach those bigger goals because you're constantly kind of being pulled back into Mm -hmm. something. Whether it's like, sometimes it's positive. Sometimes it's like, I'd love to go to my kid's soccer game. But when we're really aligned on our goals, it's like, oh no, I completely understand why Mark can't go to the soccer game because he has this really big project that we're working on that's gonna be like the next thing that's making money for our family. And then I can communicate that really positively to our kids like oh my gosh I know I'm so bummed that daddy can't come today but I know that he's doing some really big projects right now that are going to provide for us so that we can take a really cool vacation one day or so that we can just have dinner tonight you know and so because we have this communication and we know where our goals are Mm -hmm. and we're aligned on those together we come across as a unified front instead of like constantly trying to like, well, I'm mad that dad's mm-hmm. not at the soccer game today too because he's never at the soccer game. But it's like, no, I no. know exactly why my partner is not here. And yes. we can really support each other in that and create a really positive, healthy environment, not only for us, but for our family and really for our clients too. Like exactly. when and we're more centered yes. and more focused because our family and all these other personal matters are focused, we're so much more able to present our in our business life as like stable focused people and really serve our clients in a way that we can't when we're just like coming out of projects stressed exactly and again like it wasn't always that way mm-hmm. and I, I don't know it's like it's it's not that hey we have all these issues like no like we're in a really great spot now but I think what a lot what we did not find when we started even the idea of working together, were couples that truly talked about what happened before they were at a really good spot. Yes. 
And like we would look at couples like Chip and Joanna and just be like, oh, my gosh, isn't that so lovely? They just have this magical life. Since where day one that they met, they TV work together. And they, they've just always had these kids and they, they never like fight. have this farm with chickens and they're just throwing chicken food everywhere with their kids. But like five kids, mind you. Yeah. Right? But like and they like, probably worked their butts mm-hmm. off, first of all, to get to where they are. I know they worked their butts off. It's yes. not even probably, but they've clearly worked really hard together to cultivate a relationship together that's mutually supportive, that is serving each other, and that is working towards mutual goals. Like, I mean, even... Yes. I don't even know. It was a couple years ago that they stepped back from Fixer Upper because they were like, listen, we can't focus on all of these goals at once. We can Mm -hmm. only do three things really well. And right now, these are the three things we're going to focus on. And so that means we're going to have to take a step back from HGTV and Fixer Upper. Or even when she took a step back from Magnolia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like like in the early days. But it's because... They're on the same page. They were aligned. And I'm sure like... It's hard. Let's interview Chip and Joanna (laughs) one day. That's like true goals right there chip joanna if, if you're out anyone there, out there that that has connections to chip and joe we'd love to chat with great. them but more about some of this nitty-gritty yes. stuff that i think often gets glossed over in the autobiography that gets glossed over in these success stories that you hear about is like sometimes it takes three weeks of fighting and to- not even like negative like we're just mad at each other but like Fighting through hard issues to get back on the same page, to get our goals back aligned. Like even this morning we had an appointment together and like we walked out and we were just like, man, it just felt more like Mark and Nicole today. Like it just felt more like we were on our same page and we were more aligned than we have been in the last couple weeks. Yeah. And so, but like we were saying the other day, most people don't want to work with their spouse because it takes a lot of work to get there. It would have been easier probably for us to just be like, you go your way, I'll go, go mine. mine. I'll see you in a couple weeks when we both feel better. <laughs> but, you know, we took the time to work on those things and see that fruit on the other side. Exactly. And I think that's huge because I used to travel a lot for work mm-hmm. and we weren't on the same page and it was miserable like to be together. <laughs> miserable to be together well we don't have to be together but like (laughs) we we had both legitimate resentment for each other yes i was like well you're always gone and i'm here raising these kids and and i'm like well i'm making the money for you to be able to raise these kids Mm -hmm. and so not you know it wasn't bad on either so we just weren't on the same page yep whereas like i'm gonna be gone the next two weeks Mm -hmm. but we're on the same page of like great what do you need in the next two weeks how can I communicate to you? Or Mark will like know in the week leading up to two weeks being gone. Like, okay, how can I support you? Maybe you yes. can get an extra massage or go and get your nails done. Or I won't do as many evening events or... Yeah. Or know. when he gets back, he knows, okay, why don't you go and get another massage or go get your nails done again? <laughs> I'm exactly. just planting seeds for what should happen in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are. But you know what? That brings up like another really good yeah, point. Yeah, I was going to say that too is getting aligned on your calendars, mm-hmm. right? And this seems... Well, so dumb. Especially, I was going to say, I love... Ca- like, because I'm so ADHD, my calendar has always run my life. Well, and I've always loved calendars, yes. too. Like, I was always the kid who was like, let me get the new planner for the new year. I mean, I'm still that way. I don't know but why I'm But I'm a active. digital one. She loves the physical calendar. Well, but both. Like, yeah. I think we've both always had... This is so dorky. We've both always had a passion for calendars, oh honey. We're so into calendars but not aligned 
but not aligned. But not aligned. But I think and like now we are. calendars is one of those things in a marriage that it's like, well, that's so like unsexy or it's Why do so, we need a meeting to talk about a meeting? Or it's so like, you know, I think when you, especially if you're approaching this idea of, I want to be in an entrepreneur relationship with my spouse, like in your head, you're like, well, now we can be spontaneous and snowboard in Aspen and go surfing in SoCal and go to Disney World whenever we want with the kids. But none of that um, spontaneity happens without planning or it doesn't happen well without mm. planning. Whereas like ever since we've been able to get aligned on our calendars and plan out our calendars on a regular basis, it makes us so much more free yes. to be able to be spontaneous and to be able to like take on something extra like a friend texting us and being like, oh, can you get dinner tonight? Oh, now we can easily look at our calendar for the month and be like, oh, I do have some free space in my calendar for this instead of like either one, just taking everything on and then being exhausted all the time or like pushing everything off and not taking on things that you want to and being resentful of your spouse because you're like, well, they say I can't do anything ever. But when you really see the big picture of your calendar, then you can kind of plan, well, where does our energy need to go yes. right now? Mm -hmm. Is our energy like, okay, right now we need to conserve because Mark's about to be gone for two weeks. So like nothing extra, <laughs> like there is nothing on the table that we can take on because we're trying to get our home life in order. We're trying to make sure the groceries are here. We're trying to just get every, yeah. we're trying to film and make sure we have our stuff for YouTube so that we're not like running into a hole later this month because Mark's been gone half the month. And so it just, it, it allows for that space to be able to see like, oh, what's on the horizon? What can I plan for? Yes. And then what are the things that I can fit into it? Because before we before we even began planning our calendars, it was like just trying to get through the next hour. Yeah, true. Or the next day. <laughs> and I we've mentioned it before, but <laughs> our two oldest girls are only fourteen months apart. And so and at that time Mark was traveling on a regular basis. So I'm home with two kids under the age of two like very under the age of two. Mark's traveling all the time. And it just felt like I don't even know what's happening the rest of the day. I'm just trying to survive. Let alone like the end of the week, let yes. alone next month. Like even like the thought what, of like... Why are, what are we sacrificing all this stuff for? Yeah, exactly. We weren't on the same page. Yeah. But really when you're able to take a look at your calendars and mm -hmm. now like we look at our calendars daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly, like every year we sit down around November yep. and we take a look at the next year of our life and first we'll put in there you know the the things we know are going to happen birthdays holidays school breaks um anything like that that it's like okay these things are pretty set in stone or like if I still have weddings like we know when those things weddings that are, are already be. planned but then what we look at is like what do we want to experience this year together mm -hmm. so whether that's Maybe not even together, but like, what do we want to experience individually together and then as a family, mm -hmm. right? Like this year, I want to run 50 miles. I want to run a 50 miler. Just... <laughs> Nobody wants to run a 50 miler. I do, right? Like I want to run a 100 miler, but I realize with four kids and just moving and, you know, we have a lot going on. And I'm like, great. Okay. If I can just run a 50 miler this year, that's like one of my big goals. Cool. But then, you know, we'll look like, hey, 
do you and I want to take any vacations? Mm -hmm. Yes, it's our 10-year anniversary this year. Sweet. But like we could have just kind of like ignored the fact that our 10-year anniversary was coming up until August hit and we're like, oh shit, we should probably do something (laughs) for our 10-year anniversary. That's kind of a big deal. But instead, we've looked at this year even two year in advance and we're able to either start saving for that we're able to start planning we're able to start talking like what do you want for our 10 year anniversary like maybe mark wants to go hike a mountain and run 50 miles for our 10 year anniversary and i just want to sit on the beach with a good book but you know we're able to kind of like have a lot of those conversations ahead of time and be planning for those things ahead of time instead of just being like oh it's the middle of summer we should have probably thought about taking the kids camping this year and then feeling stressed to like pull it all together exactly or even work-wise too like we're able to look at our schedules and be like oh what what do we have coming in the mm-hmm. next couple months? What can we plan for? What are things that are already happening that we can kind of plan around and plan our content around or plan right because where we're like headed. once you plan your once you plan the things that you want to do that you're passionate about and then you work backwards the things that you and your partner want to do and then you and your family want to do. Now all of a sudden when you look at your year then when you get to your business and you know you have your business goals, your business objectives, things you wanna do that year with your business, you can plan those launches, you can plan those bigger things. You can around. plan, sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, <laughs> Talking like, over each other again. Uh, <laughs> but you can plan the, you can plan your big business um, activities around your family activities so that you're you're not trying to launch something the week before you're going on a on a week long vacation yes. or the week you get back yeah. right so it's really planning your calendar to eliminate as much unnecessary stress as possible yeah and what i was going to say too is once again you can plan your energy around mm. that too like mm. you can plan out like oh i know this big family trip is coming up in a week i'm not going to take on a bunch of extra projects or i'm going to push that to the following week or the week after and you can just start to see the way your family your marriage your business all ebb and flow over the course of the year instead of just like waking up every day feeling like in a panic mm-hmm. because you don't know what's going to happen next And once again, this is a practice. This is something that has truly really taken us probably 10 years to put into place and really make a regular habit and really make it a piece of our business strategy, our family strategy, and figure out how to do it well. Mm -hmm. And so I think even starting with planning out your next month, like to me, that was a huge step. Like just looking at the next month and being like, oh, April's next month. Okay, Easter's in April. What week in in April is Easter? Okay, we can plan that like family time's gonna happen then or we can plan like, okay, we need to do an Easter egg hunt around then so I can April 1st start shopping for Easter eggs instead of on April 27th, the day before Easter or whenever Easter is this year. Um, But it's really just like seeing those things in advance. Yes, because like we have what we call holiday birthday season <laughs> which really starts in october, october. i'd say like, like once ha- halloween like, hits then bam, it's, it's all like downhill birthday from birthday there. christmas birthday birthday all of this stuff so we literally have our christmas shopping done really by october we oh you <laughs> no but like starting in august i'm starting to kind of piece through like what do each of the yes. kids want? What's kind of our strategy around this? Like, 
all three of our girls' birthdays are really right around the holidays. So it's like, okay, are we putting kind of more money and energy towards Christmas? Are we putting more money and energy towards birthdays? Like, how are we kind of dividing these gifts and making each of our kids feel special? Yes, exactly. And I think a big piece of this too that we haven't touched on yet is we use like Google Calendar and iCalendar Mm. for almost everything. So that's kind of like our day-to-day keeper like if I'm at a doctor's office and I'm making an appointment I'm gonna pull up Google Calendar and see what's on the schedule and schedule it and put it right in our calendar Mm -hmm. and so literally all the time our calendars are updating and we're getting minute by minute updates for each other and we're able to see in real time what's on our calendar and how it's all like flowing together and where the openings are so that we can make appointments on the fly. So I'm not having to be like, well, I'll call you back in two weeks once I figure out what right. I'm Or like is. if I'm in a meeting and she's making appointments or scheduling things, you know, and or in the evening whenever I have a free moment and I'm looking at my calendar, I can see if there's conflicts that come up. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like, okay, let's wait until the last minute yes the day before and be like and be like uh, wait a second this doesn't work who's taking who where (laughs) yes exactly it's like no we're We're pretty much seeing in real time what's being planned what's being scheduled and how to do it yeah i want to take it back though take it back to one thing you said yes about christmas oh okay okay i always want to talk about christmas (laughs) (laughs) and who does the christmas shopping by october Mm -hmm. you do yes right true true who does the taxes, though? By I do. April, whatever, is tax season. <laughs> exactly. But this rolls me into the next point of having very clear roles and responsibilities mm-hmm. in your relationship, right? Because if you just assume things like, oh, well, you're just going to take care of the kids and I'm just going to make money and go to work. It's very ambiguous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it doesn't actually... Uh, express care for like yes. what do you need? Yeah. Yes. I'm and what sure are you're, you doing? Yes. And it's like I'm. I'm sure you love being home with the kids most of the time until the last month or two, and you're <laughs> working full time, which I think we love, right? But like, it's easy to assume things about your partner. Like I just assume Mark loves doing taxes. <laughs> like, like actually, I don't. He seems to really just, enjoy it. He's never asked me questions about taxes, so he must love the taxes. Right, and actually, I don't do them. I work with the CPA, but it's like, yeah, it's not my favorite thing to do. But I know how to do it because I've been doing it for ten years. But it's so important to have those conversations or even just acknowledge like, hey, I see that you've done all our taxes for our businesses again this year. Thank you. Or I've seen that you literally booked all the camps and activities for the kids this summer. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Because that would stress me out so much. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy that you're doing that. But it's so important to have these conversations kind of on the front end before you hit this point of like, well, I'm resentful because Mark never plans the (laughs) summer camps for the kids. It's so important to talk and be like, hey, kind of where are we dividing and conquering here? Like, what are you taking on in the business or what are you taking on in the home life or how are we supporting each other in these different things? Because it's really easy to assume that your partner has like the same ideas and priorities and like it's just 100% on the same page as you all the time it's just not the case unless you literally spell it out and Mm -hmm. I think like this year we did something that was really transformational for our relationship and I think our family our marriage and 
our businesses, like mm-hmm. all important. I was going to say like most importantly, our businesses, but no, most importantly, our relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's what you do in a business when you're growing, right? You make an organizational chart, right? You make rules and responsibilities. You give people titles mm-hmm. and you don't just give people titles for their ego. Yeah. You might feel good that you're the CMO mm-hmm. or that somebody's the CEO or that you're the director of this or the director of that. Right. But that what that really is doing is laying the groundwork for who is responsible for what in that organization. And so we view our family as an organization, just as we view our different businesses as different organizations. Mm -hmm. And if you don't make it clear in that organization, who is responsible for what, then it becomes very blurry. And that's where a lot of resentment, anger, frustration come into play. Like we've all known yourselves or a friend who had this job and they had terrible management and they just had very little clarity or direction on what they were supposed to do. And then they're getting yelled at that they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. And they're like, I'm done with this. Mm -hmm. Right. And they quit their job and go find something that's better. Well, and I think this is where a lot of things fall through the cracks too. Yes, like exactly. if there isn't a specific person responsible for the taxes being done, then like who's going to just wake up one morning and be like, I feel like doing the taxes. Right. And so what we've done this year with our family is like, okay, great. What are the roles and responsibilities that we have? Mm-hmm. What are we both, you know, and obviously we're going on 10 years. We're still learning about each other, but after 10 years, We've learned a lot of like, what is Nicole really good at? Mm -hmm. And what is she not really good at? And what is Mark really good at? (laughs) And what am I not very good at? Because I would say she's more of like the Swiss army knife. Whereas I'm more of like, no, I'm really good at this, but I'm not good at this. Like there's very little in between with me. Yeah. Mark's very like, like, love it or hate it. There's no in between where I'm like, oh, I could kind of do that maybe. Right. (laughs) But it's really learning what those things are with your partner and then putting that into roles and responsibilities and even giving yourselves titles Mm -hmm. inside of a family. Right. And we look at it as like, it's our family organization. Mm Mm-hmm. And like that really encompasses our businesses too. And so we've like gone so far as to be like, okay, you're the CFO, the chief finance officer. I'm the CMO. I'm the chief marketing officer. And like what that means is like she's the one responsible for creating the holiday experiences for our whole family, including me. And so that means like she's going to Target probably, I don't know, whenever they first start putting their Christmas stuff out. Okay, let's just call it September maybe Mm -hmm. but like she's not just endlessly spending money at target she is the cmo of our family which means she is the one who is heading up at the end of the day she is responsible for the experiences that our family is having throughout the year Mm -hmm. so she might be the one too, like being like okay these are the vacations i want to take but then she delegates to me to actually plan those vacations because that's my strong suit Mm -hmm. Right. Well, and like we do this in our businesses yes. too. Like I feel like a lot of our roles kind of cross between our family and our business. Like Absolutely. I'm the one setting out kind of this marketing plan for our various businesses and how that's going to mm-hmm. play out, like what social media channels we're going to be on, what our website's going to look like. And then 
Mark's the one who's like making sales happen and making sure the money's coming in and making sure all these different pieces. But I think it would be easy for us to feel resentful like, well, Mark, you're never on social media and I'm always the one posting. And I'm like, well, you're never closing deals. I'm the one making the money. <laughs> or like, you're never the one doing the taxes. And so like, it's so important to kind of clarify mm-hmm. First of all, like, where are your gifts? Where are your talents? Where are your strong suits? Where are your weaknesses? And be able to talk about that openly so that you can come together and be like, great, you're going to thrive in this role. And this is where you really shine. And this is where you're going to really make our family and our businesses successful when we put you in this seat and make you in charge of these things. And then now we're delegating to each other instead of like, well, you need to do more of this, you know? It's so easy to get into that mode because they're the only other person there. They're the other person there who you feel like should be responsible for what you are. But when you talk about what that looks like together, it really feels empowering more than kind of like taking away from Yeah, and you know, I think one other big benefit from this that we didn't have earlier on, earlier, earlier on, early, mm-hmm. early on, mm-hmm. is like the space to be able to ask each other for help. Mm. Because when you're not clear about your roles and responsibilities inside your family or inside your business, it's very difficult to understand when you aren't equipped or you know you might not just have the mental energy to complete all of the tasks that you have, right? But if it's not clear in the organization or in this case, like in our relationship that this is what she's responsible for, this is what I'm responsible for. Let's say I'm having a hard week though and I've got, you know, fires I'm putting out in my business. Now though, I know what she's responsible for, what I'm responsible for. And I can come to her and be like, hey, I'm dealing with a lot of things this week. And I know here are three things that I know are my responsibility typically. Can you help me with this? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it's not this like, well, I'm doing this over here. You're doing <laughs> this over here. Like it's it doesn't yeah. become a fight. It becomes yeah. a conversation. But it becomes a, a vulnerable yes. conversation where you're asking your partner, hopefully your best friend, if you're working with them and married to them, you're asking them for help instead of like harboring resentment or like nagging them about this next project they need to do. it Because we're moving towards the same goal, yeah. right? Like we have the same vision as a family, as a business. And if we don't ask for help and we don't create the space for each other to be vulnerable, then that end goal is going to take a lot longer to get to or that vision or that mission isn't going to be accomplished. Yeah. And I like it goes back again to that over communication. Like you just have to be talking all the time with your spouse about all these different things and just being able to be vulnerable with them about what you need and what moment and how you can help each other achieve that. Like you know, in one moment I might need a massage, but like that might not be feasible because after we're done recording this, we need to go and feed our kids dinner and get them their homework done and get them ready for bed and things like that. And so we really need to make sure that we're aligned on what like these next steps are so that we can support each other. Yeah. And so, you know, I know we've talked about a lot in this episode, Mm -hmm. 
But I want to take it practical. Like if you're in a position, whether you're wanting to work with your partner or you're starting to work with your partner or you just want to improve. Mm-hmm. Like you just want better. Hey, I want this to be better. I think one of the first things you can do is sit down with your partner and ask each other, hey, what do you think my superpowers are? Right? Not Don't tell your partner what your superpowers are. Ask them. Because now all of a sudden you're going to get an authentic answer from your partner in the way that they see you best, which might seem really simple. But especially once life becomes crazy, whether you have kids or, you know, dogs or different (laughs) multiple jobs, you know, whatever it is in your life, once you get busy, it's really easy to just like overlook what you're really good at. Mm -hmm. And the benefit of your partner is they see everything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The good, the bad, and the ugly. And the ugly. So they can tell you and you can tell each other and then you start talking about it. And then you can be like, okay, great. What are the activities that need to be done for our household to not just survive, but to truly thrive? Mm -hmm. Great. Here's our list. Then look at your superpowers. Look at your list. And you can begin to assign those specific activities, those tasks to your superpowers. Well, and it's empowering because you're doing something that you're really good at instead of just like checking things off a list. It's like, no, I'm really accomplishing things that I'm good at and that my partner's good at. And you're just going to feel so much more aligned. I I love cooking dinner. It's like such a stress reliever for me. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, yeah, please, like you can plan dinner all you want. Because that's kind of stressful for me. Mm-hmm. So she'll often like create the list, create the grocery, create, you know, what meals we're having for the week and then I'll cook them mm-hmm. because I love it. Mm-hmm. But it's figuring out how to kind of divide and conquer those things and how to support each other yes. in the things that you're doing and really acknowledging each other. Because at the end of the day, like we all want to be seen, heard, loved, deeply understood by other people. And the more that you can integrate that into your marriage, into your family, into your business, all of these pieces are going to come together so much more. So we are so glad that you have been here with us, that you are on this journey of starting, growing, and scaling your business. If you have liked this podcast, this YouTube video, please hit the subscribe button below. Follow along because we'll be back every week with business tips to help you start, grow, and scale your business. Cheers. Cheers.